You're listening to the Purpose and Vision Mastery Podcast with Christine Rita Abankwa. Today we are going to be talking about goals, goal setting, and actually committing to the process that makes our goals a reality. Our guest today is Clarence C.J. Asab, who is based in Vintuk, Namibia, and he is an entrepreneur and broadcaster and somebody who is very passionate about making his goals a reality. Welcome, C.J. Hi, Christine. Thank you so much um, for having me on this platform. So CJ, today we are going to be talking about goals. I know it's something that you are very, very passionate about, um, Mm -hmm. making your goals a reality and um, basically how we can commit to the process. I actually want to look back at one of your Instagram posts, which was a quotation that you wrote and I loved so much. And you said, someone in this world has the same idea that you are sitting with right now. The only difference is that they have started to work on it. You have a choice to start now or risk it being taken away from you. Wow. Mm -hmm. What motivated you to write that? Um, You see, Christine, uh... (laughs) I say a lot of things, and uh, when you said that you're quoting one of them, I was wondering which one. And uh, <laughs> as soon as you started, it it just uh, <laughs> I, I I remembered. Um, what motivated me to write that? Um, you know, many times we as people um, want to do things, and um, we have ideas, and uh, we don't start anyway. And we think that, you know, we, we always build up these this walls and these walls of, of excuses. And then sometimes, yes, rightfully so, um, we put ourselves in the middle of that and say that, yes, because of this, I'm not going to start it now. Or my reason why I'm not pursuing it right now is because of ABC. Now, you can have a day go by, a week go by, months, and even years go by um, and still not start with anything. So I just needed to share that because I've experienced it myself as well, um, that I have an idea, but I didn't pursue it. And I just saw that, you know, it was uh, out there. Someone was doing it and um, it hit me. I thought like, damn, if I had tried to contact this uh, person or try to do this or research or whatnot, I could have been me. The same idea that you and I are having right now, Christine, and we're not pursuing, someone else has it. You don't do something about it, they will do something about it. So that's where it came from. I just needed to remind everyone or someone reading it that, you know, you got an idea, don't sit on it, pursue it, at least try. That's very, very powerful, especially when you said the idea that you're sitting with, because we have so many excuses. You know, sometimes, yes, life does get in the way, but there's so many stories that we tell ourselves as to why we can't. And you literally sit, like if you can imagine yourself on a chair sitting with your idea and there's Mm -hmm. nothing new under the sun. So if you're not pushing it, you're going to hear about it somewhere else, right? Certainly. Very true. So CJ, tell us about that moment, you know, one of the moments or, you know, a specific moment where you said to yourself, oh my goodness, 
I have to achieve my goals. All right. Um, 2021, I met uh, Christine. Um, now, prior to meeting you, Christine, uh, <laughs> you, it, I need to say this. This was really uh, inspired so much by you, uh, Secure the Bag Africa. We had some conversations where I had a platform or have a platform um, as a radio personality as well where I speak on the daily. And among that, um, a lady called Queen, um, she introduced me or spoke about you and said, hey, don't you want to interview um, this lady, she does this and that, Secure the Bag Africa, and so on. So I was like, okay, cool, let, let me check it out. So uh, we communicated and we eventually met and did our thing. So uh, prior to that, um, I have always had, um, you see, the thing is, as much as I knew the difference between a, a dream, a goal, and so on, I never really dug into it to know what it actually means in the sense of life and business and go-getting and so on. Um, so in that sense, why I'm saying that is because I just used those terms like, yeah, man, I got my dreams, following my dreams, goals. I just didn't know much about you know how to do that. So um, I have some years ago, oh, I can't remember how many years, but more than probably 15 or so years ago or 20, I've written down on a laptop in a folder and I still have it, what I want to do, what I want to be, where I want to be. Um, I, wrote, I wrote those things. And then um, I always had reasons for not pursuing it or even just trying it out because it was either the finances or I also had a personality that I had to work on because I felt... Um, um, I didn't feel confident. I felt like, ah, you know, would people really want to work with me? Um, would I have some influence and so on? You know, I really felt I didn't feel highly of myself. So those ideas were stuck on, um, on my laptop. Along the way, I had a session through you with someone else um, who spoke about changing habits and so on. So the very first thing I challenged myself was to change how I'm going to set my New Year's resolutions, how I'm going to set habits, what I'm going to do, and so on. And I'm telling you, I set in 2021, and it hit me. All of this while, this was me, you know, and I just didn't see myself. I just saw a shadow, a little reflection of me. I didn't see the real me. And that's when it hit me, and I was like, no, this is me. I went back. It's more like... um how musicians would say my my the moment i'm most creative and i feel good and creating this song or something i feel like that 14 year old little boy who was in my mom's living room writing and dreaming and so on that's how i felt and i recalled that i have this i already have a, a plan of what i want i went back and i looked at everything and i felt like oh man it's all achievable i'm going for this so that's when it hit me you know just when i made that first 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 switch in, in, in mindset that's when it hit me cj thank you for that um background you know the fact that you made the decision to achieve your goals also brings to mind the fact that you know all the reasons that we give or all the excuses that we make for not achieving our goals will still be there 
whether you decide to or not. So I'm just wondering, you know, what obstacles you had to overcome because, you know, your life responsibilities were still there, work, home, family, and all of that. All right. I had to overcome um, confidence. You know, I, I lacked in that. I had to believe in myself because I really didn't. You know, I always felt like if I stand on the stage, um, <laughs> I'm the least, uh, um, or, or let me say it this way, I'm the person that would um, not belong there. There would rather be others that people would be applauding for. Um, I had to overcome that. I had to overcome excuses or the reality. Let me not say excuses, but the reality of finances. I had to overcome the bigger thing, Christine, I'll say it again, was just to believe in myself. That's the major thing that I had to overcome. Yeah, that, that, that was it. And I recall when we were speaking, you know, last year, you told us a story of how you looked back at all the dreams that you had written, um, all the goals that you wanted to achieve. And it actually makes me think of um, one of my favorite Bible verses, which is Habakkuk 2, 2 to 3. And it says, then the Lord replied, write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. For the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end and will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and it will not delay. And the reason that I love this verse is that it talks about the importance of writing down a goal, right? You're making it real when you write mm -hmm. it down. And what you're writing down, this vision that you have, speaks of the end. I think this is what we need to remember because a lot of times we write down our goals and we're like, oh, it's something I want mm -hmm. to do. But you're literally speaking your future into being. Yeah. Right. So some mm -hmm. of those things, I mean, you may not share all of them with us, but is there anything in particular that you wrote down years ago, forgot about, and then you were confronted with it later on in life and you decided to pursue it? I um, let me go back way back. Um, it all starts with with me. My name, as you said, is Clarence uh, Asip. My middle name is Jerome. Um, when I was in high school, um, I always wanted to be known as CJ. And the reason for that is um, I wanted to be in the world of entertainment, especially show business and so on. Um, so back in the day on the class, um, I think it started in school, yeah. There was like this electrical, big electrical box outside my mother's house. And then I wrote there, CJ. Friends would ask me, what is this? I said, ah, that's me, man. That's me. That's me. And when I got to high school, I would scribble on the desk there, engraving it, CJ, CJ. And I told myself, I'll be known as CJ. With the name, they'll know what I do and the influence I'll have. That's, it, it actually manifested itself. You know, I got to the broadcasters, got known in entertainment, music, and so on. Today, when someone calls me on my name, Clarence, it sometimes sounds so unfamiliar. Um, one of the things that I wrote down, which I, I look back on and I'm like, wow, is the fact that I wanted to be in entertainment. And also, secondly, that I saw myself as a businessman. 
And those are the things, some of the things I wrote down and uh, the two examples that I can make uh, mention of. That's basically it. And I am living that life now. That's incredible. What does it feel like to actually live day in and day out without following your goals? How did you feel before you made that decision to say, you know what? I'm going back to the dreams that I used to have. Like before, um, there was no sense of purpose. I was just being um, like a remote controlled robot. You know, that's, that's basically the life I lived because there was always just the same recurring things like, like um, a triangle, you know, you start here, go there, go back, you know, you just form that um, triangular lifestyle. That's all. However, after realizing my goals and going for it, I've seen that there's so much um, pleasure, so much joy, so much, um, you know, thinking, so much adrenaline rush. And um, it's just a, a good place to be. There will be obstacles, but, but just the excitement of pursuing. And it makes me just a very, very confident person. And you know, I, I love what she said about purpose. You know, it gives you a sense of purpose that there's so much more to life than what people say you are and how you're defined and even your your roles in life. You know, now you're driven by purpose. But what are some of the traps that we fall into that threaten our goals? You know, being stuck in the comfort zone mm -hmm. or, you know, the societal yeah. expectations or poor time management, not taking action. What are some of these other things that you would say threaten our goals? Um, I've realized that one of the main um, things is habits, bad habits. Um, that really um, is, is such a big, big, big influence, uh, a bad influence on, on us following and uh, pursuing our goals, habits. I'm telling you, um, why I'm saying that is um, I would, Every year for the past, maybe even ever since Facebook was, was introduced, every next year I would always tell myself, okay, this year I'm stopping. I'm not going to be on Facebook. Scroll, 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 five hours pass by. What did I do? I don't know. Nonetheless, that changed. So it's habits for me. And just the fact of not knowing how to set out, how to make targets, you know, because it's enough, it's good enough to know the goals and the, the plans and whatnot but just doing things aimlessly saying that this is my goal for the week but how are you planning to get towards that and after the week do you look back so so basically the planning towards that as well um for me that's those are like some of the biggest um, things that traps that we can fall in and like you said you know also uh, i can add to that complacency just being comfortable complacency is definitely a, a dream killer um, when we talk about goals, we often say they should be SMART, S-M-A-R-T. So specific, measurable, mm -hmm. achievable, realistic, and time limited. CJ, what has your experience been when, you know, developing SMART goals? You know, do you just say, I want to do this? You know, I, I want to manage my time better starting from today. Um. I have figured out a way that works for me. I believe everyone maybe has something that's or a way that's unique to them. So what I do, I set a target, set the goal and the target. Um, and then I look at like 
how will I measure this? And then over what period am I to review this, to look back to see whether I've done it and so on. So I write it down, back to what you said about writing it down, I write it down and I don't stop until I complete that. What do I do? If I set a goal for a month, I have I look at what I do in the weeks to achieve that goal or to get to that goal. And I've learned that the answer will always be no if you don't ask a question. So if there's that goal and I just put it out there and say like, ah, yeah, I should talk to Christine about this and I never reach out to you, the answer will always be no. Like I, I, I won't achieve that. What I do on, for instance, on a weekly basis is if I set out the goal that I need to do something by Friday, then I write down, at least if I have it in my mind that today is Sunday and by Wednesday, this is what I need to do. Then I write it down and I need to do that. If I don't do it on the Wednesday due to circumstance or whatever the influence could have been for that, I carry it over, but then I evaluate why not. And in that way, before even getting to the targeted day or, or, or time period, I evaluate myself and make sure that you know I have covered that. Now you spoke about other responsibilities as well. So what I do is I'm a family man, I'm currently employed, I'm, I've got a business, and then I also have the personal um, goals that I aspire to. So it's uh, the way I do it is with the planning on a daily basis, I write down for the employment, what do I do? For myself personally, what do I do? And then the business, what do I do? And then obviously my goal is tied in obviously most of the time, personal and business. So there is something that I list down every day. And among this, I also note every day in terms of educating myself i read or i listen to a podcast or a video so i download a lot of things and then i put dates i would say sunday i listen to um something by this person the other day i do this so that's how i plan it uh, christine and i've realized and seen that it actually works so every day there is something i do there's not a day that i don't do something uh, or things for for me and when i say me I am divided into the employment, the business, family, myself. So I make sure that all of that is covered for, catered for every day. CJ, what an amazing holistic approach. I love that. I think for me, that's one of the biggest takeaways from this conversation that as a person, you are divided into different parts and- if you neglect a certain part of yourself, then it it um, it compromises the health of you as a whole, the wellness. So it's like yeah. if you only focus on the employment side, then the family side is going to suffer, right? If you only focus yeah. on the social side, then the business side is going to suffer. And um, I like what you've said because, you know, we all have the same 24 hours, but you're saying that, you know, you make a list every day of goals that you want to achieve. And and I would imagine that you're being realistic because days are different, weeks are different, right? Yes. You mm-hmm. may have a successful week, right? Where you were able to tick off all your business goals. But um, actually, I, now I want to ask you, if you've divided your goals into all the different parts of yourself, how do you cope when you're going through a very busy or intense period 
on one side of yourself and then the other parts start to suffer. Okay, so how I do that, I have had that um, experience, especially in, in July um, uh, this year. So what, how I remedy that is, fortunately, I write it down. And then I put times to things as well. Um, so if I really run into such a moment, what I do is I make sure that I carry it over. I would communicate with whoever else, whoever I was supposed to, or um, sometimes, sometimes I delegate. Sometimes I do delegate. Um, that also really works because you cannot do everything on your own. So I figured that, you know, unfortunately right now, I don't have really have a fixed team on the business side. So um, I do have, if I would say it maybe in a simpler way, some freelance uh, persons, but then I would delegate and, um, spend obviously some resources on that but then it's towards the, the the goal or the purpose you know but then many a times if that happens i would always um move it to the next day so i make all of the plans just to make sure um can we move it to the next day because i don't want to go through a week and see that i've not done three or four things it's it's totally unacceptable for me on myself and i've really set the bar like that that i have to if i say for instance on the personal side I need to go, um, uh, uh, for instance, have a take take my child to uh, some some place, and I could not do it today or myself or, or maybe something to do with health or just entertainment. I need to, you know, if I had planned that, not you know, many times we just focus on the business, the business, the business, and so on, and work, 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 work. Uh, there's there's life as well. If I had planned that, I have to, you know, spend um, some time with the family my wife then that's basically what it's supposed to be if it didn't happen today i have to pre-announce it and why not and move it to the next time if it's like things that are in my control i move it to the next day so that's just how it is how i do it you know what i'm getting from you cj um you seem to be very strong on the planning side but also on managing obstacles and coming up with solutions because um we can't avoid interruptions right yes things happen mm -hmm. <laughs> you're not always going mm -hmm. to follow your plan exactly but what True. i'm putting here is there will be obstacles there will be yeah. moments of failure there will be times mm -hmm. when you lack confidence but what i'm getting from you is that don't allow the the goal or the vision to disappear don't ignore it for too long you know if you if you have a challenge don't put it on hold for too long because then you just get used to not achieving it and then it just goes to the back of your mind mm -hmm. and um, the other thing is be realistic about the fact that there will be obstacles but think about the solution so you've gone through a busy period and other parts of your life have suffered what are you going to do to get back on your feet? You may not get back at the same level immediately, but how are you going to get back on your feet and achieve that goal and meet your commitments, right? So CJ, we've spoken about self-leadership throughout this conversation, even though we didn't say self-leadership, because for you to achieve a goal, you have to be driven internally. I think a lot of people struggle because we're used to being told what to do, right? We're used to our job descriptions, HR, bosses, whoever, 
telling us, this is what you have to do. These are your goals. These are your deliverables. But it's an even bigger challenge to be led by yourself. And um, speaking of society, there's also a tendency for people to put us in a box, right? This is how mm-hmm. I know CJ. This is how we know you. And this is why sometimes when you speak to people about your dreams, they, they not only do they not understand, they try to persuade you otherwise but why would you want to do this and that when you already have Mm -hmm. this job you already have this life or why are you doing this it's it's like we're so comfortable with putting each other in boxes what's your take on that cj yeah um so here's the thing um i i i I don't um i don't uh, subscribe to that notion you know um i i did back in the day but i'm so gone from that and um um i've realized that if you want to be successful that whole black and white thing no 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 i mean we we can see in color as well um i believe that there's more there's more i mean if uh, you're boxed the moment you open that box firstly inside that box you only know one kind of air that you breathe but the moment it's open you get fresh air and then you realize like oh if i go to a countryside Wow, it even becomes fresher. Why? Because there are so many trees here and so on. So just using those examples, like, no, 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 that box, no, it's not a good space to be. And society, and um, we are wired to, like, uh, to be that way. Uh, it's like at school. I, I, I tell my daughter, she does accounting. She's uh, at, uh, in the last grade now, grade uh, matric or so. Uh, I started teaching her uh, about finances. You know? Just general talk, not about x square and what about the math things or whatever or the counting things that they learn but just general talks like uh, i'd be like if you have so much in this and you invest this or what you know those kind of talks and then what i said to her is like you know what the person teaching you accounting is a teacher teaching you accounting the person that's teaching you business studies for instance is still the teacher teaching you business studies but they are not literally practicing the business studies they are taking it from the book what was prescribed Learn it, and you gotta learn. They teach it rather. You gotta learn and 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 uh, and and practice that. But then, what I teach her also is that there's someone who has not even gone through that class, through that um, teaching, and they are, which I consider to be in the box. The moment they step out of the box without education, even they become business leaders. They become influencers and influential people, and so on, and wealthy and people that. Um, uh, a philanthropist and so on after you know acquiring so much so the box story christine no i don't believe in that at all it's just a trap have there been any times or can you remember a specific incident when you were trying to be more or do more and you know break mm-hmm. out of this box that people were used to the usual cj box that they knew and they tried to maybe just keep you in your place. You know how we say stay in your lane? The very first time I've had that was with a dear cousin of mine when I said back in the day that, hey, man, um, I want to be on radio. And this guy looked at me. And by that time, I was working in a stationery store um, known as Walton's here. Um, and uh, what I was doing was I was working at the receiving department where um, – I was so tired and fatigued all the time. Um, 
we would get stock and we were working at the main uh, supplier, the depot for, for, for Namibia. So we would receive stock on a daily and every time a big truck comes, you have to upload. And, you know, that was my life, the <laughs> triangular kind of life. But nonetheless, so I said back then that, hey, man, I want to be on radio. And this guy was like, nah, dude, just just stay where you are. You're not even, ah, nah, you, you want, you want. And, and um, through the years, I, I, if I had believed in that, I wasn't going to be who I am today or where I am or what I do, do what I do. So yes, I've had that incident. And besides that, um, I uh, loving uh, entertainment. <laughs> I also had like, my hand in music. I was in a group. We disbanded. Um, I wanted to go alone, do my thing, and I was told, "Ah, dude, come on! You always had people next to you." And it and it and it affected me until one day I decided, "No, man, I'm gonna do this." And and I, you know, I proved myself. Um, in terms of um, um, what is it, uh, business? I was so comfortable in uh, in uh, being an employee, and then um, I had to step out and start my thing. And I was told, like, "Come on, no, you can't do that. Balance things. Focus on your eight to five and whatnot." And I was in that box, that trap, that that notion of like, "No, you can't, you can't." Until I just stepped out a bit, was brave enough to try, and I did it. So yes, I was there. Those are but just some of the examples. There are many more, Christine. I can imagine that there would be many more. Um, just thinking back to what would have happened years ago if you had listened to your cousin when you were working at Walton's, you know, would we be speaking to CJ now? This CJ? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I really doubt it. Um, it, it just no. reminds me of a time years ago when I was trying to explore different areas in my career and I brought these creative ideas to my boss and he looked at me and he said listen where you are is where we want you wow he was basically wow. saying stay in this box don't come with all these creative stories and the like and it hits so hard but I think one of the things <laughs> that we need to take from from such encounters is don't get swallowed up in the emotion yes. of other mm -hmm. people's negativity. Use it to motivate yourself and also take it that maybe that's not the person who's supposed to share in your dream or help you get to where you're supposed to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Because what it did for me was it just made me sit down and say, okay, where do I want to be? And then I started drawing a life plan to make a career change. So it was systematic. And that's another thing that we need to bear in mind. You can achieve other personal goals and be a high performer at work. And if you're deciding to make a total career change, you need to do it systematically, you know? Exactly. How are you going to yeah. grow in these other areas? And that's what I did. And it helped me to get out of that career all together, right? So now that mm -hmm. we're talking about the life plan, what advice would you give to anybody who wants to literally redesign their life as it is, or, you know, create a goal-oriented life plan? First thing to do um, is on the plan is to write down, figure out and, 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 you know, just shut all the noises, shut everything, reflect, 
have a self-reflection and look at you. What do you want to, to be, to become? Maybe it's in your thoughts. Maybe you need to think about it. Maybe you need to go through some sessions. I don't know. Or maybe you need to dig back to when you were a child. What are those things that really made you feel like, ah, if I do this, I'm confident I can do it. You know, I don't even need to be paid for it and whatnot. Things that you would just do naturally, things that you love. Sometimes maybe not things that you love so much or passionate about, but things that you're good at or you can be good at. Think about that. If you want to become a farmer, for instance, write it down. Right now, you might not be a farmer. You're probably driving a taxi or you're selling this or that, or you're employed it as an accountant or just a blue collar or whatever kind of worker. Write down what you want to become. And then I would say in the life plan, you got to set goals. Your bigger picture, your purpose, Fine, no problem, but work on how to get there. I learned from a dear friend, Christine, that um, the journey should be considered like you are a car. Now, this car to get to from point A to B, because you are at point A and your purpose is at B, how do you get there if you are that car? This car needs fuel to run with. If it rains, it needs the wipers. It needs light at night. If it's cold, it needs heating. And all of those kind of things. So those things I'm mentioning, I'm mentioning rather, should be more like what you should put yourself into that space and look at it. Like, what do I need? Where do I need to knock? What do I need to read? What do I need to subscribe to? Um, who do I need to talk to? You know, put yourself in some spaces. Just make a note. And now, as I said, like, you got to plan and set goals. Now, once you have that plan worked out, you have to act. Oh my, manifestation is nothing without action. That's the thing. So, so <laughs> you have to act. <laughs> you know, you have to act. So that's how you should plan it. And also time it, you know, time it. You can't just go and decide, okay, I did all of this. I did this and that. And then a year goes by, two years go by, three years go by. No, you have to plan things and put time to it so that you can um, realize and measure those goals. And if you don't realize something, then you have to work on it. Talk to people, you know. Therefore, I mentioned networking, uh, uh, educating yourself and so, so and, much. You know, if you go online and you Google the elements of a business plan or, you know, how to write a business plan, they talk about so many things from the finance to your human resources, your operations, your accounting, your marketing. And we need to literally start treating ourselves like businesses, right? Yeah. What does your business need in order to thrive? What do you need in order to thrive? And setting mm -hmm. a goal, as CJ, you've shared with us continuously, is not just about saying that by this month, I want to have these things, right? Or mm -hmm. this is my career goal. Now it becomes a plan. You need to come up with a strategy. So now that this mm -hmm. is where I want to go, what am I need? What am I going to need to do? Who do I need to talk to? What habits do I need yeah. to develop? And how do mm -hmm. I commit? Yes, true, true. And uh, one thing just to take note of: if you are employed or you're doing, you are working for someone, or uh, maybe not on a full scale or so on. 
one of the things you should remember is that you are working on that person's dream or that organization's dream or, you know, if I would say it like that. Um, so you need to work on yours. You will have strategic meetings. Yeah, guys, you know, we're not doing, we're not making enough profit. What? So we need to do this, this quarter. We didn't do what and what, what, what. You're working on their dream. So now learn from that the experience you have where you're employed or the maybe you are um, volunteering or so on and then apply it to you. And one very important thing I learned is that also know, like Christine, like what you said, that everything is not a given. You may not win all the time and whatnot, but I would like to share this. The world owes you nothing. Mm. Remember that. It owes you nothing, and it's all up to you, you know, um, what you do with whatever the world throws at you. And then you will know that you will be liberated in a very good way. So what I mean by that is, if you go to your boss or wherever or you want to have a business plan and go to someone and you present it and they say, nah, this thing, no, 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 no. Just remember that they're not there to say yes, 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 yes. Go back to the drawing board. Look for other opportunities. If you have that mentality, you'll know that you walk into a meeting or a place and then you know that, look, I'll give it the best that I can because I've done all the homework. I did the research. I did everything. If they say no to you and you know that the world owes me nothing, you will not go down there, your head bowed, your head bowed down. You'll come up, walking shoulders, you know, upright, your head lifted, and you'll go out and know that I did my best. I'm gonna go review and I'll come knock again, or I'll go wherever, you know, because it's just lessons in life. But if you feel entitled and whatnot, ah, nah, it won't work for you. So that sense of entitlement, let's lose it, but let's go out there and be warriors and fight, you know. Goal Warriors. You're reminding me of a track I was listening to. I just forget the artist. And he was saying, we don't take L's. We take lessons. As in, we don't take losses. We don't see ourselves as losers. Awesome. Yes, it's so on point. And that goes back to the confidence that, look, anybody who has ever achieved anything has gone through failure. They have Mm -hmm. been undermined by other people. They have had their dreams shattered before their eyes, but the confidence comes from knowing that, you know what, I failed. I still have to achieve this. I still have to do it. You know, I don't have a Mm -hmm. choice. You you need to say to yourself, I'm not entitled to this, but I'm going to make it happen. And uh, you spoke about uh, even your attitude towards employment. You are making someone's dream come true, but you're being paid to do that. And I think Mm -hmm. a, a lot of people, even at work, are not motivated and not goal oriented, right? So when you teach yourself and and um, you learn how to actually make a goal a reality, it even improves mm-hmm. your performance at work, right? It, it's not just about yep. the, the personal dreams, right? It does, it does. And the lessons gained there, you can, you should, uh, the good ones, <laughs> yeah. you should uh, apply to, to, to your dream and right. you. Thank you, CJ. Do you have any final words to share? There's always so much to want to say. But, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would say um, find mentors, uh, surround yourself with positive people or people you can learn from. And I, I was saying even to you, Christine, that many uh, um, moons back, you know, I, I always had my one of the excuses was like, yeah, but I'm not in the circles. I'm not in the what. Ah, yeah, so I should. What did I do? 
very good thing internet happened to us youtube happened to us and many other platforms so i download if i if if i read about christine and i really like the moves she's doing and i also want to become um like her or what she's doing or so on i download in like things lessons from christine and then from cj and then from who and who and this is what i surround myself with every day let me just share this with you uh, I, if i had not mentioned it oh yeah i did i did so among the things to do i put down one of the things to monday it's christine she's talking about leadership tuesday it's who who talking about then barack obama about his struggles what after about this um elon musk about this so on a daily basis you surround yourself with that rather than just getting lost on the internet have an intention on why you would go and take your phone and then you listen even just about behaviors you know how to improve your confidence things like that read up about that and surround yourself with those people but also in reality like we said make start networking you never know where it will take you and you learn a lot from that i think that's a very important takeaway from today it, most of us say that we don't have time because of everything that we have going for us but i would say the average person with a smartphone wastes more time than they realize you know especially on mm-hmm. tiktok and instagram we're always entertaining ourselves with something and like you've said cj if you don't have access to positive networks and influences you can find them on these social media platforms the tiktok videos are very short there are a lot of motivational speakers um youtube has got full length motivational talks about any mm-hmm. challenge that you are going through and i think we need to remember that as adults peer pressure is not just for teenagers we literally become the people that we associate with so just listen to the people you're talking to do they talk about ideas do they talk about mm-hmm. passion and vision do they motivate you do they give you suggestions and encouragement or are they always complaining are they always gossiping bringing everybody down mm-hmm. talking about financial distress and everything negative mm-hmm. right my circle has changed my habits have changed how my circle has changed and i'm glad that you mentioned that you brought it up is when i looked at the people i was closest to i felt it it was an emotional uh, thought you know that like hey but i'm used to but listen <laughs> i made that decision to say that i'm not throwing away people but i'm not just going to spend as much time with these people because i looked at the quality of conversations we had i mean i want to be somewhere where i can learn something where i can be challenged you know where i come and i say yo christine you know what the best ever way to invest is this 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 and i think it's the best and then christine tells me like yeah oh, that's very good thank you that's a lesson but have you also heard about this oh by the way there's also this those are the the conversations so it's not just about that's really the circles that i've realized it's also the conversations that you are involved in at uh, on a on a another level like things like uh, employment and so always stuck up in yeah this company what ooh ha 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 the pay the what what stepped out i literally stepped out of it and i'm checking it from a distance and i'm like oh okay so that's um, what i was like so once it was not easy but it it's it's very fulfilling and rewarding <laughs> CJ I'm sorry I you you made me laugh when you said so that's what I was like that is so deep when you look back <laughs> to where you're coming from Oh yes oh yes and then when you start changing your perspective even if you don't yet have 
the right networks around you, it does something literally, it's almost divine, spiritual, right? Because now you start attracting people and situations mm -hmm. that will help you achieve your goals. It could even be an advert for something in the paper or in social media or on social media, you know, a talk that you can attend, a free mm -hmm. session somewhere that you can attend, and then you start seeing your networks expanding, right? Sure, exactly. Very, very true. And it's important to get there. You can't just be stuck up. Um, if, if, if along the way in your growth, you see that my best friend, all they talk about is, ah, oh, this weekend, damn, we had such a good time. We were drinking, we were what? Then that, that won't, honestly, it won't take you anywhere. And if you stay there, then rather, you know, remain there. And you're not looking at changing because it takes a lot. It takes a lot and also courage. I'm not saying throw people away, but just have more conversations where you learn things. You know? As you grow, you look back to see how you used to be. CJ, thank you so much. <laughs> it's been amazing. And I'm so grateful to have someone like you in my network. And I really hope that uh, everyone who's listened has picked up on these gems that you've shared with us today. Christina, I really do appreciate you firstly, and um, you really are a life changer and uh, respect you. Keep on doing what you do. And this is uh, to, to the person who's listening to this right now. If you're not at the wrong one, subscribe, share this. Um, it's, it's the right place to be. You can learn a lot. Yeah. So, Christine, it's been a pleasure. I'm just, you know, giving back. And I thank you so much also for the moment to talk. Thanks again, CJ. And remember, we don't take L's, we take lessons, right? <laughs> yep, 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 yep. The big L's, <laughs> the lessons. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on the Purpose and Vision Mastery Podcast. Remember, purpose transforms everything. Mm -hmm.